Happy playoff week here in Jacksonville. This is the Action Sports Jacks Pile On Podcast with Brent Martineau and Dan Hicken. Here we go, Dan. It is time to host a playoff game for the first time in more than 6,000 days. That's almost 18 years. And wow, what a storyline we have. The Jags and the playoff drought of almost 10 years. First home playoff game in almost two decades. And the longest playoff drought in professional sports, if you consider the four majors. The Buffalo Bills are coming to Jacksonville. The least likely scenario of them all. And it happened late Sunday night. It was weird how it all happened, too, when we were in the locker room and you're watching back here and trying to get me what's happening on the field and we're doing Marone's press conference and then he's done and Baltimore's in the lead. So you're not asking yet, but you're waiting and wondering. And it's almost a shame the two programs have to play each other because they're both sort of Cinderella stories. They're both sort of darlings of the league. It's great that they're both back in. You want to root for both of them, but somebody's going to go home. The good news is somebody's also going to win a playoff game and and move on to go take on the Steelers. So a lot of good on on both sides. I I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun and so happy for the fans of Jacksonville. Yeah, and and you know, you do feel because we here we are here in Jacksonville, you feel good for the fans in Buffalo too, I Absolutely. think. I mean, listen, uh, those are hardened football fans. They've been around a long time. They've had some great moments in the early 90s, but they've had a lot of heartbreak and bad moments and just disgusting football and awful weather. Um, and listen, I, I don't want them to feel good on Sunday. <laughs> I don't think anybody around here does. But but because of what Jacksonville's been through the last decade, you do feel for them and you get it. And I think that's pretty cool. It, you know, I thought the Jags would be the darling of the postseason. Well, now the Buffalo Bills are the darling of at yeah. least this week because of what they've been through. And uh, they they match up. You know, even look at where this game is slotted, 1 o'clock on CBS. And the reason for that is because I think CBS saw the storylines. They, they see the perennial losers matching up against each other. Someone's going to win. And, uh, you know, Buffalo is not a sexy team at all. LaShawn McCoy is a good player. The Jags do have this dominant defense, which is kind of fun, but uh, a lot of great things happening from a storyline perspective because Doug Marone used to coach there. Oh, yeah. Marcel Darius got traded midseason from there. Paul Pozlozny was drafted and played the first half of his career there. So it's, it's really good stuff. You know, Thanksgiving 2016 is only a year ago, right? 14 months. Yeah. Um, 13 months. And we went to Buffalo, and the Jaguars – uh, with Gus Bradley, right? Took on the bills of Rex Ryan. I was Rex coach? Ryan. Yeah, I think he was. I can't coach. remember. <laughs> he was. And what a difference a year makes. Uh, McDermott goes in there. Marone comes in here. Both teams make the playoffs. The Bills traded Watkins and Woods, a receiver core to the Rams. It looked like they were just like, ah, we're, we're in the long haul. We're going to find a quarterback. Tyrod Taylor got benched. He comes back. He, you know, it's just, it's a great story for them. It's obviously a great story for us. It'll be a great showdown. But to me, if you look at the game, you know, Tyrod Taylor is Marcus Mariota. Buffalo is a lot like Tennessee. So the Jags don't, we're not, we love the matchup. We're happy and grateful for the matchup, but the work better be done. But we were in the locker room Monday and, they were pretty happy in there. Boy, Calais Campbell, huh? Was He was uh, – He could have played tonight. He's ready to go right now, man. That, uh, this is what they live for. And, you know, you got to remember, this is the first time that we're not in there on a Monday getting video of them packing up their lockers on the last Monday of the regular season. Yeah, you know, you were asking a couple guys about that today, and, and you could – 
especially for guys who have been around the locker yeah. room, you know, uh, Alan Hearns and, and people like that. Um, this does have some meaning. But then even Calais was talking off camera with us about it. He's like, you got to empty your tank because this could be it. Yeah. You know, and really, as much as you breathe a sigh of relief and say, oh, we don't have to pack up our lockers. Well, you might be seven days away from packing up your locker yes. if you don't play well. So it, it ends in a hurry um, in the playoffs. And I just don't see it that I, – I think – I feel way better than the city feels. Mm-hmm. I think I, – I shouldn't say the city, but the fans feel going into this game. I, I don't put a ton of stock in these last two weeks where the Jags didn't have a ton to play for. Mm-hmm. I think the mentality is totally different. And I really don't think – this isn't a knock on fans. I just don't know if we fully understand the difference between January football and the rest of the regular season. Right. And especially when games don't matter. I mean, for the Titans yesterday, that game was a January game. It yeah. mattered that much. Life you, or death. It, it was it. Stay or go home. For the Jags, it wasn't. And, yeah. and I, I'm i not saying they didn't try, I'm not saying, but the focus, the everything – changes this whole week they are so locked in this week and then it comes down to just playing good football or not I, I just don't believe what happens Sunday here at Everbank will have any correlation between what happened in any one game the 16 games of the year I did think yesterday or Sunday if the Jags won that game because it was a playoff like atmosphere in the middle of the game it was cold January playoff football even though it was still December and the Titans were fighting for their lives and the Jags really didn't have that anything to play for. And I thought, man, I will be very proud of this football team. Maybe as proud as I've been if they can find a way to win. And it was 6-3 and 9-3. And I thought they got, you know, they got a shot here. They just could never get going offensively. A little concern for me. Um, I think the Jags are going to win on Sunday. Um, we talked about this the other day. I, we both thought they might lose to Tennessee, but we think they're going to win their first playoff game. I think they are. I just am... Um, a little concerned about the offense, a little concerned. The young receivers looked young and mistake-prone yesterday, and I not at all like they've looked. And Jadon Mickens struggled in the return game. Now, it was windy, Brent, and that ball fluttered around up there. It was hard to judge, but it's no excuse. You're a pro football player. You're a punt returner. You have one job. you got to do it. Um, but those guys struggled, and then Blake struggled uh, because of that. He didn't get any help. Uh, I did think Leonard ran the ball harder than he has, so there are some positives. Um, and getting Cam uh, Robinson back on the O-line will be big. So I'm excited about the playoffs again. I, I think the Jags are in good shape, but I am a little worried about the offense. Yeah, I am a little worried. I, I get it. And, and the defense, uh, by the way, I thought got their swagger back a little bit, no which doubt. was important because that's still the identity they played of the great. football team. They played great. Tennessee really had four first downs in the first half. Um, they got the ball four times in Jags territory. Yeah. And they gave up 15 points. Yeah. It was, they, I mean, they played really well. And they well. scored a touchdown again. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it was really good. I, I guess what um, – listen, this is not uh, – I'm not saying I'm not concerned about some of the issues the Jags had. Special mm-hmm. teams continues to creep. They make some great splash plays, but they also make some bad plays, whether it's penalties, giving up yardage, sometimes not great punts, all those different things. And then the offense, I mean, Blake, this game is going to be about turnovers. The Jags have turned it over seven times in the last two weeks. Blake has five picks in the last two weeks, and if you turn the ball over in January, you're done. Well, it's as simple as that. And I'll tell you this, uh-huh. Tyrod Taylor, who I don't think is that great of a quarterback, he's not dynamic, he doesn't scare you, he does not turn the football over. He has four picks all year. And he can run. And he can run a little bit. And Buffalo will play clean football for the most part. They won't play electric football, explosive football, but they'll play clean football. Well, I'll share this with the listeners, and, you know, 
uh, saw the Coughlin on the on the flight home, the Godfather, and he and he stopped by, and all he said to me is, "Can you believe we gave up 15 points and lost?" And you know he's an offensive guy, yeah, yeah. So I know how much that just grates on him, uh, and Marone and all those guys, and and 15. You know if you give up 15, you know the formula. I mean that's a win. Yeah, that's a win. And for the Jags to not be able to get that done is is a bit frustrating. Blake had a great line. I don't know if we uh, uh, yesterday, and he threw it in subtly, but he's he's really good at this. <laughs> he had I, I have a lot of it. We got to turn this around. I have something to the effect of I have a lot of ex- we, nobody likes to lose. I happen to have a lot of experience at that. Yeah, we know how to bounce back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if that came out exactly. I don't the think way it he did, but it was funny. <laughs> but man. it, it was caught me. <laughs> and uh, I listen. I talked to some players going into the facility today, and I said. Because I, I I wanted to kind of find out, and they didn't even know. This was a defensive player, so how would he know? I just happened to see him. And I said, you think they called that game a little vanilla? Yeah. You know, didn't want to showcase too many things. I didn't see a lot of those shallow crossing no. routes. I didn't see a lot of design in their routes. Right. And, and I don't know if – I don't know but if But don't I'm you think at that. this point these coaches, there's no – can you out ski? There are no more tricks, I guess. No, because you've played for so long. Yeah, but if you're going to look at every snap I think from the season. There was a 33% chance they were going to play the Titans the next week. Yes. Win or lose. Yes. So my point how much is, did how much them? did they showcase? Yeah, it's a good how, much question. Did, how much did they showcase? Only they season, know. You know? Yeah. And so, I again, they played hard. I thought at times they played okay, but I just don't know exactly what their mentality was going into that game plan. Um, and I do think the big Cam Robinson – he needs to play. Yes. Because Josh Wells hurt them. I mean, he got manhandled I think Cam by a rack play. I think it was probably one of those, you know, if it was a playoff game yesterday, he would have played. I think you're right. I don't know about Marquise. It would be interesting to see if he – I mean, Marquise is your shot at the playoffs. Yeah. You want to play. Even late in the game. I mean, O'Shaughnessy was playing more than Mercedes. Yeah. So, again, they were – they didn't rest guys because no. Calais played the whole game yeah. and guys like that. So, I don't know. I don't just – this is a whole new week, people. Bottom line, it's a whole new week. Right. And everything's on the line. Coming home. And you play well, you win. Yeah. You don't play well, you lose. Yeah. No matter if it's week 12, week one of the playoffs, just this time of year. Uh, so, we'll see. I can't wait. The place will be rocking. The so much at stake be... for Blake again. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. if he goes out and has. I'll tell you what, Dan. There's some at stake for Doug Marone. Lose three games in a row. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not saying Doug Marone from a bad yeah. standpoint. But from a cat. You like building equity. And this would build equity. We don't want to be the hurricanes off. of the NFL. A little, yeah. Miami lost their last three after a great start. You don't want to How be. How would people look at it? That's a sour yeah. taste if you lose three in a row to end the season. Yeah, so the whole franchise, they've got a lot. And it's Buffalo. There's a little bit of that. It's Buffalo. But I think, too, Brent, not to look ahead too much, but one of the things we have learned, and my best guess is whatever direction they do go in the offseason, there is going to be and I'm not going to say a major overhaul, but they still need those playmakers, man. Yeah. They need those playmakers. They don't have those playmakers. And it shows up maybe more in January. And, you know, offensive guys got to make plays. Yeah. Got to make plays. Yeah, they, they have some issues on offense. I, I continue to be – Because the defense is ready. I marvel at times at what time they what they do with their offense. Yeah. With rookies and lack of star power. Ryan like O'Halloran tells us they had 14 run stuffs yesterday. Defensively. Yeah. The defense is ready. The defense is there. The defense is a championship defense. It's not a historically great defense. It had that chance. It fell a little bit short. Yeah. And the other thing I was thinking about, too, um, 
in just in terms of always needing players, always needing players, and this is just on a off tangent, but you imagine if you're sitting there in the draft or whatever, or you're looking at free agency and you see this guy you can get and he happens to be one of those defensive line. You can never have enough of them, man. No way. Go get another one. No, because Dante Fowler's had a nice year, but yeah. it's, it's still not a game changer, yeah. it doesn't look like. Eight sacks ended up and, with Ngakwe had, what, 12? Uh, 12 and all those forced fumbles hey, and another say, touchdown. Well, you take 20 from those guys. But Calais, but Calais will be hard-pressed to Calais do 14 Calais is going to come half. back a little yeah. bit now. He's going to come back to the field. I love the guy, but yeah, he's coming back. He'll great. probably still be very solid. Yeah. Play eight, nine sacks. Yeah. And uh, you know what I didn't realize? He has like 14 tackles for loss. He has Great play of, yesterday I mean, on uh, Henry, about three yards in the backfield. You know, tackles for loss, are, that's an underrated it is. stat. It is. It's a huge stat. And, I think that's uh, but the, I think you're right. Church and Tayshawn Gibson played well stopping the run. Well, and you do the same thing. You had a good point, I thought, earlier. You tweeted out how many guys had had career years. Yeah. Well, not everybody every year is going to have a career year. True. And well, we had a lot of guys have career years this year. so They raised the standard, too. Yeah, so, again, you know, that's not going to – so these are the challenges that, that this team will face. Well, what they'll need to find, Dan, again, this is a conversation for hopefully a few weeks down the road, but what they'll need to find are offensive guys that will have a career year. Yes. Now, right? Yes. They'll need to go flip it on the other side because you now you know defense what to expect. Um, I'm not sure this defense is going to be this good all the time. By the way, UCF just won, clinched it uh, bowl season in, in – in full throat on this Monday of New Year's Day. Yeah. Um, what a win for UCF over Auburn. Undefeated season. Everybody said Auburn was one of the two or three or f- best teams in the SEC. The, again, I you know me. I love I love the SEC in terms of my schools in the SEC. But you SEC people cannot continue to tell me that you're a powerhouse. And you might have Georgia-Bama play for a national championship. But – the rest of them stink. Yeah, <laughs> but SEC can hang their hat if they got two of them played for a national title and one winning it. Uh, we'll talk more about what happens uh, for next way, week's title By the way, do you think game. Ohio State might have been worthy of one of those Final Four Absolutely. spots? That's why there should be six or eight of them. Correct. Uh, and, and UCF's going to argue, it, I, we beat Auburn. And they deserve a shot. Why couldn't we have a shot? Correct. And that's why there should be a playoff and not a poll. Yeah. Uh, that's absolutely. a different story. Yeah, we'll get but into that. We'll be excited about football, NFL today, and get ready for – this Sunday, 1 o'clock, CBS 47, by the way. Yes, uh, which is a beautiful thing, um, how that all came together. And and that's and we already know uh, Jags. If and they Nance win, and Romo are calling the game. Yeah, people get excited about that. Yes, they do. Don't they? Um, that's, uh, that'll be fun stuff. So, hey, we'll have shows all week long, starting tomorrow with Jaguars All Access, then 7 o'clock on CBS 47, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, special guests current players, former players, and then we'll do a 90-minute pregame show as planned for Sunday morning before CBS takes it's it like at It's like a Super time. Bowl around here. It uh, It's only going to build, my wow. friend. Wow. We hope it only builds. We'll be in Pittsburgh next week if the Jags can get a win. Can we look that far ahead? I love Pittsburgh in January. It's, it's fantastic. It was cold in Nashville, wasn't it? It was cold. Heck, it's cold here. Uh, Marcel verified, uh, our cold weather shooter, verified that it was colder in Nashville than Cleveland. Really? Yes. Oh no! Oh, over from the when other you game. You all did the Cleveland. Oh game. no! Do- kickoff yeah. at Cle- in Cleveland was only, was like thirty eight degrees. I kept trying to tell him. I said this, but it snowed there. Yeah. So it made it look. I'm colder. trying to explain to him. I go, bro, this is cold now. No, no, this isn't bad. And he was half dead when I saw him. <laughs> I knew he would be. He just didn't, you know. Hey, it's going to be about 55, 58 degrees. I think on Sunday. It's not a warm game, but it'll be a lot better than that. A lot here better. in Jacksonville. I might take uh, my shirt off. You can jump in the pool. 
Jump in the pool if you want. Exciting week around here. We'll have another uh, podcast update uh, in a couple of days. we get more reaction from the Jaguars locker room and get you set for this big playoff game. First one here in Jacksonville in almost two decades. Uh, we'll see you later in the week, or we'll talk to you later in the week here on the Action Sports Jacks Pile On Podcast. Happy New Year, everybody, from Dan Hicken and Brent Moore.